Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 93. Avoid Divorce, Six Things I Wish Couples Knew Before Getting Married by Dr. Diana Kirshner of lovein90days.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. I'm Joss Marie, the girl who reads to you every Monday through Friday from some of the best relationship blogs in the world about dating, marriage, parenting, you name it. Today, I have a post with tips from Dr. Diana Kirshner about avoiding divorce. Also, just a quick reminder to sign up for our mailing list if you'd like your name to be submitted in our monthly book giveaway. September 1st is just around the corner, so head on over to oldpodcast.com before then if you're interested. And without further ado, let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. Avoid Divorce, Six Things I Wish Couples Knew Before Getting Married by Dr. Diana Kirshner of lovein90days.com About 40 to 50% of married couples in the United States divorce. That's a not-so-ideal statistic, right? To some degree, marriage is a leap of faith. But you can still take steps to avoid becoming part of that divorce statistic. A lot of people spend far more time in preparation for their careers than they do for their marriage. I believe it's time to change that. Whether you're single or in a relationship, Here are six things you must know to have a successful long-term relationship. Taking these steps will help you avoid divorce and unnecessary struggles. Number one, a marriage can't survive on love alone. Marriage takes work. There will be difficult times and disappointments. The truth is, you have to make a daily commitment to work on both yourself and the relationship. Number two, your partner can't read your mind. It seems like such common sense, but so many of us have grown up thinking that we cannot ask for what we need or want. We tell ourselves that he should just know what to do. And then, when that thing fails to happen, we assign meaning way above and beyond what has occurred. For example, you want your boyfriend to text while he is out with his friends, but you fail to ask him to. And lo and behold, he doesn't. Then you have all these thoughts about your unlovability and everything falling apart. This is a negative cascade of suffering and damage to the relationship that can be avoided by simply asking for what you need or want in the first place. In order to have a fulfilling relationship, you must show him how to be your knight, how to come through and win with you. Use the magic phrase, I would really love it if you... 
and go ahead and fill in the blank with specifics. Number three, being positive makes a world of difference. Healthy couples fight, and fighting is an important way to air anger and be authentic, but they follow Fight Club rules. See my book, Sealing the Deal, to find out more about how to fight fair. Most of the time, however, they maintain a more kind and loving way of communicating. Studies show that healthy couples maintain a ratio of five positive interactions to each negative one they have. In general, they avoid or minimize nitpicking, harsh judgments, belittling, abusing, defensiveness, or freezing each other out. When such incidents do occur, they repair them as soon as they can. In great measure, loving couples speak and act out of honor, respect, and appreciation. They speak as the best of best friends, and they continue to have fun together. Number four, little things make a huge difference. All too often, as the years go by, couples get so caught up in work that they forget to really be with one another. Before you know it, you're married to a roommate you barely know anymore. You must take time each day to cultivate intimacy, to share thoughts, feelings, affection, and sexual pleasuring. Continue to get to know new facets of your partner and help them fulfill their desires. Spend time alone as a couple, take turns having listening sessions, share affection and carry out sweet rituals, give hugs and kisses. Know your partner's love language and make sure you're doing something every day to make him feel loved. Number five, make fun and passion a priority. So many couples assume that sex will inevitably happen less often and become less fulfilling as the years go by, and that life together will just be more mundane. This doesn't have to be the case. The most successful couples make fun and passion a priority. One way to do this is to decide that you are having an ongoing affair with your partner. Of course, I am not advocating having an actual affair. I am referring to acting like you are having an affair with your partner who is in a monogamous love relationship with you. If you want to set the stage for a win-win sexual relationship that is relatively cheating-proof, you must be creative and, in a sense, the other woman. You know, the one he's having the affair with. Think it sounds crazy? Based on many years of experience with clients, students, and mentees, I know that practicing having an affair with him can lead to years of passion, if he truly is the one. In order to conduct an ongoing affair with your man and avoid divorce, practice physical touch, flirting, and play. Acting like you are having an affair is a powerful relationship enhancer no matter how long you have been together. Here is the key principle. Ask yourself, what would I be doing or saying right now if we were having an affair? Then go for it. Number six, think twice before moving in together before marriage. For many couples, cohabiting often seems like the next step after a year or so of dating. It also seems like it would be a great way to find out if you're truly compatible. The truth is, living together offers no guarantee that you won't break up or avoid divorce. In fact, most studies done from 1995 forward show that couples who live together before marriage have higher divorce rates than couples who didn't. Does this mean you should avoid cohabiting until you tie the knot? Not necessarily. 
The key is that you and your partner must be on the same page regarding your commitment to a shared future. Research shows that if you are both committed to staying together, moving in can work out just fine. You just listened to the post titled, Avoid Divorce, Six Things I Wish Couples Knew Before Getting Married by Dr. Diana Kirshner of lovein90days.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lee and I were actually together seven years before getting married. At the time, it seems like I was never going to get a ring. But looking back, I'm so happy we took our time. Over the years, we've matured, learned a lot about each other, learned a lot about ourselves, and have grown to love and respect each other more and more. And now he's not only my beloved husband, but he's also the father to our adorable sweet boy and he's my best friend. I know I don't say it enough these days as a new mom, but we're so, so lucky to have you in our lives. And quickly, before we wrap it up, I'd just like to give one last reminder that there's only a couple days left before our monthly book giveaway. So head on over to oldpodcast.com to subscribe for our mailing list if you'd like to have your name submitted for the raffle. And just like that, we're 93 episodes down. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And I hope to see you again tomorrow and Friday for a two-part mini-series on parenting, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.